right, so it should go a little quicker now, right? We're we're no, we're, we're past the, the blue color, the yeah. best color. I mean, and green. There's like almost no playable cards. We actually already <laughs> talked about green, right? No. <laughs> uh, Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores, talking about Innistrad. Innistrad Black. Black. Let's go. Abattoir Goal. Abattoir. Four mana for a three-two. First strike. Next. Alters Reap. I love this card. Instant. Black one. As an additional cost to cast Alters Reap, sacrifice a creature. Draw two cards. You love this one. I do. I, I really do. You can sacrifice a dude and then set up our stitch strike the next turn. Or. You know, if they're going to kill your guy, you can sack it in response. Or if you have something that comes back, like a reassembling skeleton. It sounds or, very limited to me. Or it's just uh, I love it in limited. Yeah. I, I love it. But I mean, I think this card's probably it's good and constructed. Fine. fine. What if What if you had a black red deck and you just sacrificed your Goblin, Goblin arsonist. arsonist? Yeah. I can. See it's a playable card. Yes. It's not better than Scavenger. <laughs> no, uh, Army of the Damned. I mean, yeah, and you're why is this not Sorcery Zombie? Like, I, I wish it was Sorcery I Zombie. Mean, like, you'd be like Rooftop Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if somebody puts in that much work, they should be paid oh, off. Rooftop Storm, we can just go like. Yeah. We can play all of our uh, zombies. All of our, all of our spells. Ooh, changelings. <laughs> uh, Army of the Damned. Five B B B. This is an infinite mana card. It puts infinite guys in play. Make thirteen guys. Flashbacks, flashbacks more for infinite. ten mana. So obviously this is a fun card. Unlike, fun card. Unlikely super, to be played in super in exciting commander. I mean, you're gonna see this card in commander all the time. Yeah, so I wish Bitterheart Witch did not cost five. I think this card is good. So it's a one, but it, it's five. overpriced. Death touch. When Bitterheart Witch dies, you may search your library for a curse. Put it on the battlefield, attached to target player, then shuffle your library. There are good curses. Or there's good curse, at the very least. There's so two five good curses. is a lot, though. Five is too much. Like, like this card is comparable to... What, cur- right what, there, what curse do you want to get? Well, we'll get to it in a minute. But I was just thinking, you could pod this card, if you'd like it so much. Oh, you certainly could. Yeah. You certainly could. And uh, I'll, I'll go to the... I mean, I could go get Curse of Death's Hold. So Enchant Player Creatures and Enchant Player's Controls gets minus one, minus one. You could, this could just be a two-card combo on the sideboard of your... Pod deck. You decide these two cards. If you're Yeah, like, there's, there's, decks, there's decks that it's going to be good against. It's yeah, good against Invisible Stalker. Invisible Stalker, sure. I could, you could just play those two cards. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I... I mean, it's basically... Right, with Birthing Pod, this is actually just Academy Rector. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think that's a fine two-card combo. Yeah, there's also a... Uh, there's also a curse that says you can't be the target of spells or abilities. Is there a downside to it? No. It's so like you know, there's there's a couple good curves. Yeah, you're right. In the birthing pot, yeah. I hadn't even thought about it as a birthing pot target. Wow. It, it, you both get the singleton, and then you set it up and go get a worm coil engine <laughs> or an inferno pen. Oh, wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, actually, oh my god, you sacrifice this, you go get the you go get the curse, and then you get inferno titan, and you're like one 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 to your three two twos. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. That actually is really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, this is... I mean, and and this is Death Touch, right? So, like, whatever they're attacking... It's actually, it's actually a compliment that they made it five. Because then it, it sets you up for a six. Right. Look, imagine, like, it's, it could be any any casting cost, right? You're not really going to cast it in all likelihood. Right. And if you do cast it, they're not going to kill it. Right. No, no, they're not going to kill like, it. Well, it's, a, it's Academy. Yeah, it's your job to kill it, right? Right. So, you know, or it's going to hold off their army, whatever whatever its job is. But it's actually a compliment because it sets you up for your Inferno Titan turn. It's nice. Yeah. 
it, it, I think that's actually it might be a perfectly designed card. Yeah. So actually, the five mana is, is yeah. I like it. Yeah. Actually, I actually think it's worth talking about. Um, so speaking of things that are worth talking about, I, I wrote a Falcon Wrath Marauders on my yeah. blog this week. Yeah. You know who's the biggest killjoy? Who's that? Michael Jacob. He's like, you know what the problem with this card is? Urbrask into Inferno Titan does 20. That's the problem with this card. <laughs> Urbrask into Inferno Urbrask, so it's a five mana, it's a five mana red creature that hastes in. Oh, sure. And in four, in four attacks, it actually kills you just as quickly as a demigod of revenge does. Sure. So, my whole point was like, yeah, you might discount this card because it's a 2 2 Oh, I was thinking of Priest of Urbrask. Sure, sure. sure. So, so, Michael Jacob like posts on Facebook, he's like, yeah, that's interesting what you're talking about, but at five, you have Urbrask. If you just go Urbrask into into Inferno Titan, that's 20. Yeah, I mean, also, like, you were talking about that card, and, like, isn't it just... Oh, I can't find it now. But, like, the dragon from... Uh, from Scars of Mirrodin? Which dragon? The, oh, the Molten Steel Dragon? Yeah, mol- no, no, not Molten Steel Dragon. The one that's, like, uh, the Phoenix. Uh-oh. Pulled out the Phoenix. Pulled out the Phoenix. Like, isn't this card just better? Thinking about the card. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was interesting. Like, I had completely rejected the. I mean, I certainly think that it probably has a place in block. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. So. For sure. All right, better heart wipes. That's interesting. Uh, interestingly, five mana blood gift demon five four flying at the beginning of your upkeep. Target player draws a card and loses one life. I think it's an interesting card. Play it. Shrug. I don't know. You're not going to play it in some straight fair deck, right? It's not like a... You can't draw bursts of cards. You would have to play in a straight fair deck. Yeah. This is just like Bob's big brother. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about it like this. 5-4 fly... What if they... What if there, there were probably a, a stage in Magic where like, you get a 5-4 flyer for 5, and it just nugs you for 1 every turn. And it's black, though, in return. Right. People would might have played that card, right? Oh, no, certainly a time. You would have played, I mean, it's it's one more mana than Juzam Jin. One five. less toughness, but it is flying... And you draw a card. I mean, a, a toughness drop from 5 to 4 is irrelevant, more or less. It is, yes. Uh, it's not like a toughness drop from 5 to 3 is really relevant, or 4 to 3. But 5 to 4 is pretty irrelevant. Yeah. So, uh, especially on a flyer, because there's not that many guys that can outclass a 4 in the air at flying. And, I don't know, it's Bob's little brother. I think the card... If you're going to play a deck that would benefit from this card, you could play... I mean, I'm just trying to imagine... What, about your, what about your Masterpiece decks that we've been talking about? You think? What are, I mean, what happened? Like, talk about the mirror. Oh, the, it might be awesome in the mirror. <laughs> like, you're like, okay. You know, sure, you kill it. I reanimate it. You're like, Bird, Liliana. Over. Yeah. Like something a, on, what would you, on four, you just play another three and come to play Tap Land. Yeah, something, something yeah. And you're like this thing. Yeah. Like yeah, this card's good, and maybe in that, in that sense, like. Yeah. We've got a lot of cards that are only good in the Masterpiece sideboard. <laughs> I mean, it might be good main deck. I don't know. It depends on what Masterpiece there is. Yeah. But uh, Bloodline Keeper, this is my favorite of the of the double page. So this is 2BB for Flying Vampire. Uh, tap, put a 2-2 Black Vampire Creature token with Flying onto the battlefield. And then it has Black, Transform Bloodline Keeper, activate this ability only if you control five or more vampires. Okay, it's a 3-3. Three, three. This card's just good, you know, reasonable. It's a 3-3 that produces more guys. It's, right. it's basically an Amiria Angel, right? Right, right, right. It's not attacking as much as an Amiria Angel might. Sure. It, in, in return, it produces two twos instead of one one. Right. And then, if you flip him, he becomes Lord of Lineage, and it's he becomes a vampire lord. Bonkers. For plus two, plus two, and then he's like, tap, put a 2-2 two, two black vampire into the, play, into the battlefield, but 
They're four. They're four four. And he's a five five. Yeah, I mean this. I think this card's very strong. Yeah, yeah this like, is the kind of card. You and also, if you have some sort of like, I don't know what the vampire deck looks like. Like certainly, past vampire decks, which are able to dump out creatures really quickly. I don't think we can do that right now. But like in a modern version, you could just like go guy guy guy. Play this guy on five mana and flip him. him. Immediately. Yes. Immediately. And then just have an army of... He's an overrun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, a five mana overrun. Like, he might be good in modern vampires. You might be able to play modern vampires. Why black-red vampires? Well, you know how black-red vampires previously was all black small guys and then turned the hero of Oxid Ridge? Yeah. You play all red small guys and play this guy and then slam him and kill them. It's an overrun. It's yeah, an overrun that leaves you a 5-5. Right, you have Stone, Stonekirk, Noble, Noble's a vampire. Yeah, there's a lot of Bloodcraze Neonate's a vampire, right? Yeah. Maybe that deck might be good. But this, this card might be it's, it's, This card's really interesting, because the way I, where I had him positioned was, like, in blue-black control. You just have him, and he's, like, a one-man army, or he's... Oh, like sure, no, 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 he's, he's just fine by himself, but I really like him, it's just, like... Because that knows... I can play him on turn five. I, I love the fact that you look at overrun, and, like... You have a 5-5 five, five left. Even If all things fail, you still have a 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> right, which can just sit there and, and just make more clunk, clunk, clunk. Clunk. I mean, I, that card this is card's really good. my favorite of all the flip cards in the entire set. This card might be better than Scabrovenator. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it's probably better than Scabrovenator. This, this, this card might be a real sleeper. I don't know how it's a sleeper. It was obvious to me that it was one of the best cards in the set. I mean, have you heard anyone talking about it? I have not heard anyone talking about this card. When we first started talking, I'm like, actually, the card that I like is yeah, the yeah, Angel. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I have not really seen this on a lot of people's lists. Have you? No. Yeah. Oh, no card, like but people are all talking about the same cards. They're all talking about Liliana, Garrick. I mean, I'm, am I the only one who talks, like, non-South about for Britain Alchemy? Everyone's talking about Snapcaster Mage. Wow, this card's good. You know, I, th- I think I like the set. You know, I, I typically dislike the linear set. There's but a it's lot not, of play. It's not really linear. Like, you don't have to be linear. You're, like, like if you're in the past, yeah. Like you just if you're playing like a linear set, like you're like I'm gonna play affinity, like twenty. Then you're like, well, then I have to just set, yeah. I just have to jam all these affinity cards in here. You know, like you could play this card without playing a hardcore vampire. Deck, or you right? could play it in a red vampire. Right, 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 really, right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, brain weevil is. You know, not a real card. What is it, like 100 mana for a 1-1? It's 4 one. mana for a 1-1 one, one Intimidate. You sacrifice Brain Weevil, target player, discards 2 cards. Oh, actually, I thought it had to attack. No, no, it's actually, actually just it's a, unnerved. It's an unburden. It's actually not that bad. Yeah, no, it's actually... I, I thought it was a... Um, a Thrall. A Thrall. I thought you had to attack and then sack. That card seems fine to me, actually. There's okay. a, a fair... I bet... Well, let me think. Can you play this in a Proclamation of Rebirth strategy? Does that work? Gets well, proclamation just gets back. Gets one ones right. Yeah, maybe. Might be sick. Yeah. You know who would know? John Locks. Yeah, that's where it's. I mean, actually, it's a funny. I, I had not really read the card until right now. Yeah. Full of, and I had assumed it was a throw. I assumed it I think it's to attack. It's probably. But you can actually card. No, but it's a fine. It's probably a fine block card. Like you can play it and you can sack it. Target yourself even sometimes like sure. I mean, there's a long tradition of cards that are two for one that are available and useful in various right. forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bump in the night, possibly one of the most flavorful cards in the set. I, I really like the name. And yeah, and it's just you would never play it, but it's. I I saw people online saying that they would play it as like a lava spike. I disagree. I'm just saying that I saw people evidently say that they would play it as a lava spike. Yeah, it's not red. It's flashback is it's red flashback from is million red, yeah, mana. Yeah, yeah. It's but, like, you don't play Lava Spike in two-color decks, because two-color decks have better cards yeah. to play than Lava Spike. 
Even if that second color is green, sure. you have something better to do than... Well, okay, maybe you don't. Corpse Lunge, 2B, uh, instant is an additional cost to cast this exile a creature card from your graveyard. We've already established that we should have a lot of cards in our yeah. graveyard. Uh, Corpse Lunge deals damage equal to the exile card's power to target creature. So it's just like a very set-specific type banishing yeah. that you probably wouldn't play in normal circumstance. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Curse of Death's Hold. So we talked about this already. A very powerful effect. I mean, yeah. And like, well, wait, th- and it's not it's not legendary. That's what I was about to say. It's not like it's not like it's like like Night of Souls Return. You're like I play one and then I can't play it again. I can't. It play only one. affects one player. And it only affects one player. I think we should play like four. Of this this card's quite good. Yes. Yeah. This card's really good, and it shuts down a number of like humans. Yeah, like you're like kill that, kill that, kill that. Then you're like play this. And they're like, oh, okay, attack for oh three. Oh my god. Yeah. And then you're like, play it again. Infect could just never beat this card if, it, if it's against Pod. Like, this is just the card. The, you yes. just stay alive for like four turns yeah. and they're, they're doomed. Yes. Yeah, there's decks that can't beat this card. And then like, and again, you know, you play your, your bitter card. Like you have... you. No, it's this card's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think this... It's I, not better than Scab Ruinator. It's it doesn't have to be. But it's, it's certainly a top ten card. I think so. Yeah. I think it actually is, like... I think this is a card that's going to define constructed formats, right? It's like, it's it's going to define, like, aggro and control matchups. Like, I think I think the games are going to come down to I this I actually card. think this is going to be a card for blue-black control. That's really sure. good. That's... Oh, wait, you know what? <clears throat> this isn't good for Masterpiece on the Masterpiece Mirror, I don't think, though. Probably. Only just kills Bird. <laughs> But your Titans now beat their Titans. That's that's interesting. Sure. Yeah. Or you're right. That's the thing. Also, in a, in a in a symmetrical situation, your cards are trump their cards. Yeah. Not that bad. Curse of Oblivion. Uh, so this is another curse. Uh, chant player at the beginning of the enchanted player upkeep. That player exiles two cards from his or her graveyard. Shrug. Could be a fine card. Like you could. It's grindy. If it's if it's coming down to graveyard, it's pretty grindy. Right. And again, it's a card you could tutor up. Like if, if if this was a card that's playable, you could tutor it up with the Bitter Witch and the. I'm unlikely to play this card. But I, I, I agree. But I could I could I, see. I, I, there's applications. Sure. Uh, Dead weight for B enchant creature enchanted creature gets minus two minus two. So this is basically disfigure as an enchantment. Is there a reason why we would want an enchantment version? Uh, because if you play it on a three three, it becomes a one one. Like. Like, does, you can't disfigure something that's too big, like... Because it would be too awesome to have an instant version in a set with Snapcaster Mage? Is that really the reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, this card, I mean, obviously, a first pick limited card. It's certainly a playable constructed card. And, I mean, and it's exactly the kind of card you want to fight a strong Kirk Noble with. Right. Uh, Diagraph Ghoul. If, if there's a zombie deck, this card will be in it. One mana for a two-two zombie enters the battlefield tapped. It's not even. It's not even that bad. Yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, nobody this, blocks anyway. Yeah. This forces you to play correctly, as we like to say. It's fine, card. Uh, Disciple of Gristlebrand, one B human cleric, for a one-one one sacrifice creature. You gain life equal to the sacrifice creature's toughness. To sack outlet. Shrug. Meh. I could see it being interesting in some situations. And it's not going to be a widely played card. No. Unless, unless there's something that we're missing. Yeah. 
Uh, Endless Ranks of the Dead, probably one of my favorite pieces of artwork in the set. It looks good. Uh, 2BB for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, put X22 black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield, where X is half the number of zombies you control rounded down. So if you have two zombies, you get, you get a one. third zombie. And then you get, you get a fourth zombie. <laughs> then you get a fifth and a sixth zombie. This is assuming nobody's killed a zombie. Then you would go up to nine zombies. But it's it's a persistent bitter blossomish kind of effect for only four mana. Uh, so, but you always have to have two zombies for it to do something. Because it's never going to do anything off of one zombie. Isn't you can. No, I agree that it's it's a very it's a very like kind of grindy persistent card. Not good in the masterpiece mirror though. No, not enough zombies in that mirror. No, no. Again, if there's a zombie deck. You know, if there's some critical mass, like, this is what I was saying. Do you discard two cards to zombie infestation and you get one zombie? Yeah. That's hard. Well, what if you play Parallel Lives and you discard two cards and get two zombies? So, our board is zombie infestation, Parallel Lives. We discarded four cards to make two zombies. (laughs) And this. Now we will have three zombies next turn. (laughs) If all goes well... We've devoted ten mana. Please don't both. Please don't both. Please don't five cards. Oh, please don't shock it. Trust me. We will have six power. (laughs) This will be so cool if you don't shock one of my zombies. Trust me. Okay. (laughs) I can totally see where you were going with the parallel lives thing, Brian. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Falconrath Noble, 2-2 Flyer for 4 mana. Whenever the Noble or another creature dies, target player loses 1 life and you gain 1 life. I'm sure it's a fine limited card. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to lose to this card. Your opponent's going to play it and you're going to be like, oh, Ugh, can't attack. Can't yeah, it's run. like you just have, like, no win attacks. Yeah. Like, attack with everybody, you're like, uh, dead. just dead. Uh, ghoul, caller, ghoul Caller's Chant, a sorcery for B. Choose one return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, or return two target zombie cards from your graveyard to your hand. So again, if there's a zombie deck, that's a, that's a pretty effective card. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ghoul Razor, 1BB. When Ghoul Razor enters the battlefield, return a zombie card at random from your graveyard to your So hand. it's a Grave Digger for zombies. For, yeah. Is Grave Digger itself a zombie? Grave Digger is a zombie. You remember when that Grave Digger deck qualified at Canada Nationals yeah, so and then exciting. made top eight of it's Canada so Nationals? Let's let's bring that back. <laughs> Go oh, wait, but he had he had the the cavern harpy. You yeah, mentioned yeah. of all the busted things cavern harpy has done over the years, <laughs> that was his application was bouncing. <laughs> Grave digger. It'd be better bouncing this, but uh, is it, it's actually that card is a zombie. Is it a beast? It's a beast. It's right? a beast, cavern harpy. Yeah. I mean, that card's been in like first of all, it's destroyed an unending number of green players in limited, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're green, they have a cavern harpy, pack it in. Uh, uh, but then there's also been such amazing constructed decks from uh, Alluren to. In block constructed, it was bouncing. It's like all sorts of glimpse of nature kind of decks. Destroying people's lives. Yeah. Uh, gruesome deformity, uh, enchanted creature has an intimidate sphere. Heartless Summon. I think Heartless Summoning is an interesting This is a very interesting card. So, 1B, creature spells you cost you cast cost two less to cast, and creatures you control get minus one, minus one. So, for example, you could play a Grave Titan on turn four off of this. It's like you would get a 5-5 five, five and two 1-1s. One, but it might be worth it. That might be worth it. 
Like that's it's a like big a deal. persistent ritual. Yeah, this is a big deal. I mean, you could play a primeval titan like in a rock deck for four mana. You really have to be play free artifact creatures. Correct. Here's a question. What about that guy? Is there like a 5-5 five five for 2, but you have to use only creature mana to cast him? There's a what? Is there a 5-5 five five for 2? Two? Two oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Could you just play him for free? Is you could. Oh. oh, you could. Interesting. He's 5-6, I think, right? Not anymore, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. Like, there, there's a lot of things we can imagine might be good with Heartless Summoning. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, oh, that's actually really good, though. The, the mere yeah. uh, mere servitor or whatever he is mere whatever his name supreme is supreme sir superion or mere superion that's him maybe oh look Liliana of the Veil I have her at number one I don't know what said you have her no worse than number three right I have her no worse than number two like it's just really a question of her snapcaster do you yeah I think Forbidden Alchemy is in the same way as them I don't think so like I think Forbidden Alchemy is a role playing card. Just like yeah, a role player in every day. Yeah, it's just it's very it's really good. Like I think that you can find cards that are gonna do s- not well. You can't, but <laughs> for like, three I think, mana, I think I think there's a lot of things that 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 put cards in your graveyard and do stuff in this format. I just like, think I think you can mulch, for example, instead yeah, of yeah, you can instead of forbidden alchemy. I'm not saying that that's correct. But I'm saying you can mulch. This card destroys your like if your opponent is not prepared for this card. Like, goes on Saturday, like like straight goes Saturday, October 1st, plays round one of the grudge match, and it's just not ready for Liliana the Veil. They're done. They're right? done. They're like, I haven't played a blue-black control deck. Do you have Liliana? No. Like, like no. Like, no. uh, you're like, Birth of Paradise, go. And they're like, uh, you know, yeah. dual land that comes into play path. And you're like, oh, interesting deck you've yeah. chosen. Liliana, discard a card. We both discard. We both discard. I discard. I'm discarding unburned, uh, unburial rights. Yeah. <laughs> How fast does she I mean, power up? I'm discarding up? think twice. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. She, she powers up in three three turns. Yeah. She She's a four on the turn you play her. She's a five the next turn, and then the oh, third turn. Her, her ultimate is insane. Yeah. Her, so like, it's so insane. It's going to cost people like six permanents. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, remember, there's also all these other cards you can play with it. Like, you can just play this insane Tezzeret control deck, too. out of Lightning Bolt range, like, on the first activation. Yeah. Like, what, what happens if you play, like, Tezzeret, uh, you know, Agent of Bolas, too? And you're just, like, making 5-5 five, five monsters in front of her? You're like, oh, look. Look at my artifact. That's a 5-5. Five, five. Like, I don't know. It seems insane. Yes, she is a really powerful Also, player. actually, you know what? Like, even with, like... I'm like, you just play, like, the two-mana, like, Wellsprings. Well, that's what I was just... That's exactly what I was just thinking about. Like, uh, you well just get some garbage to discard to her. Like, like a Wellspring. Like. <laughs> You're like, oh, I could play this Wellspring, or I could just discard it. Um, yeah. Yeah, certain, certainly just, like, a card that is going to... The thing is she defends herself, too. Yeah, like you said... Like you're, so your opponent's like, oh, well, I also have a bird. Not, I mean... I have Liliana! It's over. Like, you're just like, boom. Yeah, what are they doing on turn two? Like, what is the blue-white-black deck doing on turn two, or the green-white-black deck doing on turn two if I kill there? Nothing. Yeah. Their best-case scenario is to discard again and then tap their mana to play Liliana. That's what their play is, yeah. right? And to kill your Liliana. To kill your Liliana. Which is already going to have 
get you got like kind of this alley. And then like you might just have gotten another Liliana because they you know they drew Liliana so Mai's Liliana because my version of this deck has four Lilianas. Oh, that's quick. I seriously think it's like first turn bird, second turn Liliana, kill your bird is it's so unbeatable. Like I agree. I mean, and again, what's what's I think important about this is you just sacrificing a creature like there's a lot of hexproof people are going to start playing hexproof yeah, like Invisible Stalker doesn't love this card Thrun yeah poor Thrun yeah sorry Thrun he's like he's trying so hard you were supposed to be so awesome and then people I, just blocked you, you with Necropede do you remember when Thrun came out I was like I don't think this card's that good and everyone was like no it's awesome and I'm like I don't understand when this card will be good. We just block it with a, with a what do you call it? A, a squadron hawk. Right. Like it doesn't have evasion. Like yeah, yeah. Doesn't have trample. Yeah. Um, manor skeleton is just a hasty drug skeleton. <laughs> so you apply haste to the creature least likely to attack. <laughs> Ken Nagel should have made it like an O two. Just, just for yeah, em- yeah. emphasis. <laughs> well, you know what? If 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 Manor, when Manor Skeleton attacks, it gets minus zero, minus one, plus one. Uh, Markov Patrician two B for three Is that one. Soren Markov. It's like Soren Markov. Uh, it's a three one life link vampire. Yeah, you don't really play constructed. It's probably fine. Uh, Maw of the Mire. Uh, 4B, destroy target land, you gain 4 life. Costs about 2 mana too much for this. Yeah, at least. Uh, Moan of the Unhallowed. So this is a zombie card. 2BB, put 2, 2 2 black zombie creatures onto the battlefield, flashback 7. So it's like the worst grizzled grizzled fate ever. Would it have been busted in flashback 4? No. I mean, like, would it be playable and constructed in flashback 4? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. So why did they make a flashback 7 at Uncommon? I don't know. Uh, flavor, I guess. I don't know. Um, flavor. Dying before you could get to your flashback mana. So, so you remember earlier in the in part one of the podcast we were talking about like black, blue, green pod, like a bug pod yeah. deck? I think Morcrit Banshee is so, also part of that deck. Morbid. Morbid is fantastic with Birthing Pod. pod yeah. Right? Like... Well, how do I know I'll get my Morbid? Well, how about I sacrifice a creature to go get my creature with the Morbid? Ability? So you could, this is a five casting us creature, right? Yeah. So I could literally, can we say Hella Bone? Yeah. Our opponent, you're like, I'm going to sacrifice my Yen's Thorin. Yes. <laughs> Draw an extra card. How about, how about my Skin Render? How about I just Skin Rendered you on turn three? Now you're going to sacrifice the skin render. Go get more. And what does she do when she comes So back? morbid. So that means if a creature died this turn, then you, you apply the morbid ability. When Margaret Banshee enters the battlefield, if a creature died this turn, target creature gets minus four, minus four until end of turn. So basically it's disgusting. Yes. And it's a 4-4. Four, four. You play one copy, right? It's yeah. Not, it's I'm, too, I'm sure, I'm it's sure too clunky on mana. I'm sure you just play one. You're going to just back from the brink, brink it back later, right? Um, and then... You can sacrifice your Morkrit Banshee a turn later and go get Reaper from the Abyss, which is a six. Well, we, we skipped Night Terrors. Well, whatever, Night Terrors. Target player reveals their hand and you choose a non-land card from it, exile that card. That's a coercion, slightly better than coercion. Slightly better than coercion. Reaper from the Abyss is three BBB for a six-six flying, morbid. At the beginning of each end step, if a creature died this turn, destroy target non-demon creature. 
They don't like creatures. Yeah, so it's just like, non-demon creature. I can just get anything. You can kill their O13. Yeah. Just like, hi, Margaret Banshee, kill your guy. Sacrifice Margaret Banshee. Put, put this demon into play. Now what? And then, and then, like, every turn, I just kill one of your guys. One of these, like, like methodical you, games. Like, you know, do you remember every I was talking turn, about having a little more value. Remember I was talking about having reassembling skeleton yeah. so that you could go get your your three, your five, six flyers? What happens if then, after you have this guy in play, you're just like, oh, return my reassembling skeleton. Birthing potter. How long do you think the game is going to go? You're eating them every turn with a six, six flyer. They've been, they've been, they had a stupid tree on Mimic Vat. Okay, the tree doesn't make them gain 13 I life. It keeps them at 13 life. <laughs> but you can beat the hell out of them before the tree comes online. I'm just demonstrating that there's a lot of stuff you can do. I really want reassembling skeleton. Why do you want reassembling skeleton? I don't know. I mean, well, Works with Mentor of the Meat. Billy Moreno said it. He's like, you know... I really want to like this card. It does so much. Which you ask so little. Reassembly. Reassembly. Oh, did he? Yeah. It, it, it does. That's a great great description of it, right? It does so much. And it yeah, yeah, so yeah. little. But the thing is, what it does, I don't want. <laughs> I, I do I do think that like an aggro bug where you're just like, 5-6, 5-6, Like, you can just kill your opponent like super fast. Not super fast for a pod death. Sure. Not super fast for an infect. Like, whatever. Like, the infect deck you're going to be able to deal with. Maybe. Maybe. Like, that didn't actually happen. I'm lost with my 5-6. Oh, we don't have distortion strength. <laughs> yeah. The infect's getting worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think Reaper from the Abyss is... is Does that make sense that infect's like unplayable one minute from being in block? Like, that's... That makes me sad. I mean, we don't know that it's unplayable. We have to look. There might be some other cards. We got a piston sledge or something. Something I don't know. Uh, Rotting Fen Snake is five one for four. Limited card to bone green players. <laughs> I mean, that's what it does, right? Like the five one for four in black always is just like I'm gonna bone this green player. Okay, I paid six mana for my worm. <laughs> Block. Um, actually, attack, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> attack. Like, kill your guy, attack for five. <laughs> Man. Uh, I'm going to pay seven minutes. I can turn another worm. You're going to feel sorry about me last turn. I was just an even bigger worm. <laughs> uh, screeching Bat 2B for Flying 2-2. Two -two. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may trans pay four to transform Screeching Bat into a 5-5 five, five vampire that doesn't fly. This card stinks. You could never play as a constructor. Like, if it was one mana for a 2-2 two, two flyer, it would be awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. Two mana for a 2-2 two, two flyer with this set of abilities, it's already not good enough. Yeah. Uh, Sever the Bloodline. People seem to love this card. Does it cost four? Cost four. It's Eradicate-ish, right? Right. Exile target creature and all other creatures with the same name as that creature. Oh, but it doesn't dig their library. Right. It only hits the ones in play. So I've not been as high on this card as a lot of other people have. It's eradicated, but uh, it has a flashback. It's it has flashback 5 BB, so I mean, it'll happen. It's probably good in the Masterpiece Mirror. <laughs> sideboard. Our 82 card sideboard. Right. We sideboard so many cards and we're like, oh, we have nothing to win with anymore. We're yeah. We're all, like, the only thing we can side out was Forbidden Alchemy and Unburial, right? Yeah. <laughs> Skeletal Grimace moving on. Uh... Skier's Dag High Priest, 1B, 
Uh, tap two untapped creatures you control to put a 5-5 five, five black demon creature token with flying onto the battlefield. Activate this ability only if a creature died this turn. So, if tap three creatures and a creature needs to have died. If there it's were no dismember, it would probably be pretty powerful. It's a powerful ability, right? What? Strong Kirk Patrol. Uh, five mana for a four three. Whenever it deals combat damage player to a player, put a one one counter on it. Shrug. Yeah. Tribute to Hunger. This is actually, I think, a contender for one of the top ten cards in the set. Three mana. Instant. Instant. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. You gain life equal to that creature's toughness. In concert with Liliana, this is just like a brutal, brutal. Like, onslaught of... Yeah, red and green don't like this card. Yeah, for your opponent to be like, Oh, Liliana, you're one of your creatures. Okay, discard a creature. Oh, you played a creature. Tribute to Hunger. Oh, snap, snap, Caster Mage. Tribute to Hunger. Liliana, you... Like, it's just relentless. Black Blue's gonna be gas. Yeah, I think Black Blue Control is really good. Like, this card's just terrific. I think I see it as a sideboard card. I don't see it as... Really? It's expensive. How much? Like it kills hexproof too. Um, like you get, you get, you get them down to like their hexproof. Like I will kill everything else, and then, then your hexproof guy. Okay, you got like, me. And you get life. Like think about like the beat guy that just trying to beat you down, and you're like, oh fuck, you know, beep. Yeah, gain some life, kill your guy. It's good. Yeah. Uh, typhoid rats. Shrug. Death touch one one. Unbreathing horde. To be for a, a uh, enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter for each other zombie you control and each zombie card in your graveyard. So it could be really big if you have. Yeah, and if unbreathing horde would be dealt damage. So it's actually oh, actually fee. Would be dealt damage, prevent that damage, and remove a plus one plus one counter from it. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. The zombie deck is just not going to be able to contend cards that are blue. Like it's just yes. Bounce it. <laughs> Counter it. It's just uh, a joke. <laughs> um, unburial rights. We've talked about this card. To know. It, was, it was your... It was my preview card last week. Super good card. I think this card's great. Uh, I've heard from multiple people who are already building various versions of the deck we've been talking about. It Whether it's the Masterpiece or, you know, Reanimator or... I think you have to be Masterpiece. It's just being one turn faster with Birds of Paradise is so significant. Yeah, that was the, uh, I talked about that in the article. So we use Birds. It just seems terrific. Um, I, although, i got to be honest, you might not want to use birds. Why? Like, I think Twisted Image is going to be a staple card. Yeah, but, like, not everyone's going to main deck it, and you're just talking about giving up one card sometimes. I agree, I agree. I agree. Like, you could side out birds, and... The thing is, if you don't have birds, and you don't have, like, it's so yeah. hard to hit your mana in this deck, because your signet goes away. That's the thing, like... You stop being able to produce mana off your artifact land if you go with just solar flare colors. Right. You actually need green to make your mana base good enough, I think. Uh, yeah. Whatever, this card's awesome. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, vampire Interloper, 1B for 2-1 flying camp lock vampire. Not a bad card. Not a bad card, actually. I think this card might be fine. And again, we talked about the uh, the other vampire you know, yeah. that we were raving about. You know, this, this card's fine. Uh, you know, it's a 4-3 flying vampire with that guy on turn, potentially on turn 5. Victim of Night, this card's even whack. It, the art's a little gruesome for me. You know, I, I, you know, they talked about 
like how this was gothic horror, but this is, I mean, this is definitely the murder Dexter. room. In, this is the murder room in Dexter. Saw, yeah. you know? I mean, but the thing is, like, if that casting cost is prohibitive... BB, destroy target, non-vampire, yeah. non-werewolf, non-zombie creature. But it can kill a spellskite, it can kill a... Human. Snapcaster mage. Kill, like, a dragon, an illusion. Yeah. Sideboard. I, mean, I would rather play almost any other option. Like go for the throat. It's easier to it's easier to You'd cast, play go big, for the throat, yeah. Doomblade, Dismember. Yeah. yeah. They kill mostly the same stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh Village Cannibals, one of the more flavorful cards in the set, if you'll pardon the pun, two B for a two two. Whenever another human creature dies, put a plus one plus one counter on Village Cannibals. Not really good enough to play instructed. Yeah. Uh Walking Corpse. 1B for a 2-2 zombie. I don't think this card has ever existed in Magic before, by Just the way. a bear. I don't think Black has ever had a bear. I think Black's never had, like, isn't there an ally bear? I don't. Black ally I bear. can't block. Like, like I, I think, like, just like a straight, like, traditional 2-2. Like, it's had fallen a Starry, right? Like, two casting costs, 2-2s two have never been able to block historically. Okay. Black. Like, this is just a so weird it's card. It's gonna, I think this card's going to make Limited feel a little weird, right? It's like, something special. It's interesting. So, black cards. Unburial Rites, Liliana. You like uh, the Edict. I really like the Edict. We love Curse of Death Toll. We were both surprised. I, I think it. that the, the, the pod interaction... and that, But Bloodline Keeper is... Uh, I would say number one, Liliana. Number two, uh, Unburial Rites. Number three, Bloodline Keeper. I think, I, think you, I think you might be right. I, I really like uh, the Bitterheart Witch, Curse of Death Toll combo. Yeah, but that's, that's like a corner thing. That's sure, sure. I mean, I, I like. I mean, obviously, I'm all in on Pod because I think uh, I think the more crook Van- Banshee Reaper from the Abyss, like morbid combo, like again, you would you rather play that? You than, also get to play with. Would you rather play that than Massacre Worm? I don't know. Massacre Worm is pretty freaking brutal. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, and Especially if you've got them, their guys are in minus one minus one lockdown already. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's probably that's hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, with the Reaper, if you can just kill, like, I mean, their creatures are highly likely to not be demons. <laughs> yeah, they can be anything from they vampires, can be anything. Yeah, kill, werewolves, yeah, worms. Kill your angel, kill your worm, kill your, kill your Elish kill Norn. Kill your living weapon. Kill, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, black, black is pretty good. So, seven, neither of us have seven of the bloodline in our top five. No. Not as good as... Like... Tribute to Hunger is just better, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, for sure we have Liliana on Burial Rights and the the 3-3 guy, right? Right. Lord of Lineage. I, th- I think Ed Burial Rights is better. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Tribute to Hunger is better than the... Yeah. Than the... I do, too. I mean, I think that the Enchantment minus 2 minus 2 is probably better than that card. We Oh, the, this, this figure Enchantment? It's going to be a commonly played card. This costs four, right? Like, um, the the seven. Do you not agree with me? Like, the yeah, figure thing is probably just better. I mean, again, you know, if you think about think about like what you can present against an aggro deck, your opponent's like, ah, Stormtrooper, no, we're gonna kill it. Like, ah, oh, crap. I just didn't take they're like, eight. They're like, <laughs> uh, miss a drop. Play my mentor of the meek. You're like, uh, tribute to hunger. Like, ah, oh, crap. Like. Yeah, you know, like do something like flashback tribute to hunger with snapcaster mage. You're like, oh no, 
They really could not play a disfigured in this set. <laughs> it would have been... I mean, as it is, right? As it is, it's, it's like, already okay, play my monster. Dismember. Is there a vendetta? We it's vendetta. called Dismember. All right. Like, it's just... Yeah. Why would they print some of these cards? <laughs> there's, there's, like, some really... I, I saw people talking about this set. In the Who movie. made that Lauer? That card? Which card? Dismember, Dismember, probably. Who made Snapcaster Mage? Rosewater and Tiago Chan. Tiago Chan made a land that countered a spell. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a land. Yeah. There's a picture of me on it. Don't F with the myth. Come on. Uh, you can use a picture of Tiago Chan. Let's get rid of black. Let's go. All right. Halloween. It is, it is and, already and Halloween. And I brought work home, so. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're, we're doing green next, I think, so. It's red. Oh, right, we're doing red next. 